Hi everyone, I hope you're all doing really well. Uh, I'm finally back to podcasting life. I was away for a little bit of time, mainly um, because I was focusing on some other ventures and uh, Instagram, and I think that's such a giant to tackle. And I was, yeah, I was away doing lots of things, but I'm here. And I wanted to talk today about how to become a minimalist or how to adopt minimalist behaviours without having to throw things out and I think minimalism is like it's like lots of things online through Instagram and Pinterest and YouTube and it becomes a little bit extreme with time and a little bit of a competition on who can throw the most out and who can become the most extreme minimalist and I think that's not where the ideas originally came from and like a lot of spiritual practices I know a lot of Buddhist um, monks and of Buddhist believers and followers um, support the minimalism idea mainly because they think and actually lots of different spiritual um, believers and spiritual followers and people who devote their life to whatever god they believe in live quite minimalist because they feel like they don't need this kind of material life that we're all being sold especially in the kind of western world classically like western media they don't feel like they need these you know empty kind of items just this waste money on to, to bring them joy which I'm, I feel we can all relate to whether people will ever you know become minimalist like some people I know will probably never become a minimalist like an extreme minimalist we see on Instagram or YouTube I think lots of people can resonate with that fact that p- lots of people of you know average intelligence and above will understand that the mass media is uh, you know mass kind of produced and sold us these products that we don't really need to live off um, and we can all live very, very simply. And I think, yeah, even if people kind of recognise that but never adopt those ideas, I think we are, can, can all recognise. So I want to talk to you today about things you can start doing that is minimalist in behaviour, but it's not actually involved in throwing things out. Because I think minimalism really has to start like coming from within. Now, I, you know, first heard about minimalism about a year ago and I thought, yeah, that's an amazing idea. It almost feels to me wasteful just to throw everything out. But I'm adopting more the angle of, you know, if something doesn't suit me anymore, I'll donate it. If it doesn't serve me anymore, I can give it away or I can sell it on. Yeah, like I say, I would give it to charity. But I'm not going to just throw everything in a black bin liner and throw it out the door. Because again, that's that environmental issue we're kind of all dealing with at the moment of just mass landfilling everything we own. I think that could be worse for the environment rather than me keeping something in a drawer in my house until somebody else buys it or I can give it away to somebody rather than just throwing it in a black bin liner and it goes off into the landfill. So definitely, you know, it's worth sorting through things and donating things to charity and, you know, selling things if you need to or give them away for free if you if you don't need to sell them. I think that's the best avenue rather than just purging and throwing everything away. Um, Some practices that... I've read about that part of minimalism don't even involve items so much. So the first three practices that I came across were drinking sufficient water. So drinking two litres of water a day, healthy eating and exercise every day. Because I think when you fill your life with better things, so you know, you're hydrated, you're eating well and you're exercising every day. I think when you start living your life for your best self and start behaving like your best self, then you're really going to start seeing better results and 
the activity of uh, minimalism that I'm trying is actually more so controlling what I buy in future compared to just throwing out what I used in the past. So I'm going to go into my top drawer as we speak here. <laughs> and I have in the, in my top drawer, along with like charging wires and I have like a like one of those canvas shopping bags i have my like mini speaker i i own a little mini piggy torch so it's essentially a torch that looks like a little pig now i could easily throw that out and think what why do i own that just throw it in the landfill but i'm conscious i'm then throwing electrics and plastic into the landfill just because it's a little piggy taught that I think I actually given as a gift one time because I can't imagine myself buy, buying myself that but I actually am aware of the fact that I don't actually own another torch because I'm down in my obviously my university house so if whereas you, you know you, when you go back home to your parents home they you know somewhere in the house there is somebody's torch like a dad your dad's torch I don't actually own another torch and not that I really ever use that I actually use like mainly just the um the torch on my phone but that is the only torch I own in terms of like the electricity is out and then for that reason you can't charge your phone so I could easily throw that away and think I don't use that but for this current purpose I'm looking at it in the in the mindset of I don't have another torch so just because it looks silly you don't need to throw it away if the say the lights you know electricity does go out i can't use lighting i can't necessarily use my phone because obviously relies on charge whereas that torch is like a a wind up one so even though it seems silly on the surface i will just consciously make the decision that until you know that torch you know breaks one day or i lose track of where it went to i don't think i'll ever buy another torch (laughs) I don't know that's a really random kind of one to mention, but I think we need to fix our mindset of don't just automatically throw anything silly into the landfill and pollute everything. We just need to consciously make the effort of being aware of what we own. And then from that awareness, you can refrain from silly purchases in the future. And that's what's going to slow things down, like fast buy it. And the, these websites, um, these mass-produced Chinese websites, which come up on adverts, or, sorry, Asian websites, they come up on adverts, you know, on our Facebook, and, and I think, do I need a piggy torch? Like that's something you would see on one of those websites that lots of people would buy. And I think it's just a little bit, a little bit silly. Um, so we just need to be aware of what we own, and as soon as you're aware of what you own, so I know I have one piggy wind-up torch. I not need to buy a wind-up torch or a torch for that matter, again. So. Yeah, that's kind of um, the angle I'm looking at things right now. I mean, obviously, I'm clearing things out, donating things to charity that I know I've got excess of. Like, I don't need four drawers and big drawers full of loungewear and jumpers and leggings. So now I have one uh, one drawer of gym clothes and one drawer of actual loungewear. And that's because I go to the gym, like, every day of the week. So I feel that's relevant to have, like, seven pairs. Because, obviously, it's matching it again there with that environmental issue. So I have seven full sets of gym clothes because I go to the gym nearly every day of the week. That allows for me to wear four weeks' worth of gym clothes and then wash them at the end of the week. So I'm not washing, doing daily washes. 
Um, you know, it's, it's all about reducing our consumption of everything essentially at the moment. Um, another thing on the list of you know ways to be minimalist without actually throwing things away is having gratitude and doing like gratitude journaling and other things. I can just now I've been doing like mindfulness meditation and everything for four years. Um, now I just know. Um, just once a day it kind of pops up in my head and I just kind of say aloud or say to myself what I'm grateful for that day but if you haven't got that kind of structure in your life yeah then you can um you could you know maybe write a journal or write a book or you can buy them little I know this is opposite of minimalism again but you can actually purchase those little gratitude journals I mean, all they are is, are journals that have that structure in them. So I think you can just literally use a book that you have and write a daily list of what you're grateful for. Sometimes, you know, things come to my mind easily, more easily than others. That doesn't mean I'm less grateful one day. But if on day one I'll say, I'm grateful for my friends today, the next day I'm not going to, you know, I'm still grateful for them, but it might, might not be as significant a day to be grateful for them aloud. Um... Another thing as well is waking up early and I don't know what it is and as a psychologist I just try and always like make links between things and find meanings behind things but how is it, no there's more than a coincidence that all chief execs and business owners and entrepreneurs all wake up early in the morning, they all wake up early in the morning, they all exercise, they all have really uh, good mindset structures and practices and that's not just a coincidence, so waking up early I think the you, main thing that comes to me from that is not to rush, I think it's the most awful thing when you're rushing around your house in the morning and you've got like half a piece of toast in your mouth and you're sweating around the house and I think well, how has it come to this you know you're doing your mascara with one hand as you've got the door and then you drop your keys and you think oh. like Steve Jobs wouldn't have dropped his keys in the morning because he's rushing around the house he would have been ready to take on the day with his own time so yeah something to to keep in mind about you know when you're kind of compiling yourself and trying to become the better person in many different ways lots of these little efforts will group together to to make a better flowing person so uh what else have we got um visual memories so obviously with iphones these days is the best thing ever to be a minimalist because you can take photos have all these memories but there's no physical photo books anymore which is nice in terms of minimalism what i found since um instagram has got so kind of serious and aesthetic i don't really take photos anymore as in i remember one of my first instagram uploads was me taking a photo of like a coffee with like a basic mug that I own like plain mug with a plain coffee inside just on my countertop and I put it on and I said like hashtag coffee whereas now because Instagram has taken that game to like another level of being aesthetic you need to have like uh, you know a coffee shop coffee with like a really cool background and like a really different mug and everything's got a bit dramatic so just because you know you've got to take everything every day you know as like a really special day and you know you might not want to take a photo of your mug that you drink from every morning but you should you know reevaluate your life and look at your life with a better attitude and think everything in my life is actually amazing that kind of naivety of me back on instagram back in the day thinking here's my mug here's my morning mug now everything's gone so heavy on the aesthetic level i think oh well i can't put that on instagram because it's not aesthetic enough and even though, you know, I still won't put that on Instagram, 
I don't really care for Instagram anymore. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I think it's just gone so far the other way now on aesthetic. I'm not, I'm not really, you know, swallowed up by it like I used to be. But, you know, you can just still take the booty in that day. Even if you're not going to post your basic morning drink online, I think you should still take booty in it and still think, you know, remember naive Instagrammers who would, who would just take a photo of like a Costa cup and upload it. Yeah, you should be, everything is Instagrammable really. And whether you actually want to put that online or not, just, you know, take the booty in it and keep going. Um, Another factor for minimalism without throwing out everything this one you know you can use it to throw out everything and that's help others and whether you're going to spend your time helping others is in volunteering your time like I volunteered at a mental health charity it was a part of my master's um course but I loved it so much once I'd finished like the required time for my course I just kept going because it was such an amazing charity and I really got to know the people well and it was it was just lovely I would come home from there I'd spend like two hours there and I'd come home and I just feel so like proud of myself. I know that sounds a bit egotistical to sound proud of yourself because you spent time volunteering with others, but it just you just made you feel so good. And whether you can donate time or use it as a win-win to donate, donate, you know, your spare books or whatever you got lying on the house, spare clothes. Charities are always grateful. I think you can check online to like your local area, but I think even um even they take makeup nowadays. Obviously, unused makeup they'll take. Um, toiletries and products and stuff so you should have a look at your local charities see what they actually accept and just you know win-win get rid of your stuff without filling landfill and fill a charity shop instead and they can obviously go on and make some money from that for the charity so why not and then I've already spoke about this factor quite a lot already but um, environment is something we all need to keep in mind when we're trying to be a minimalist because I think we think clearing our life mix our world better but it's not making our physical world better by just throwing out a landfill so if we can upcycle anything if we can obviously donate everything like i just said just keep environment in mind when you are purging your house because it's not you know everything's gonna go somewhere it's like that physical rule and they're like nothing is destroyed or and no energy is destroyed is that it i don't know what i'm saying no energy is destroyed or created that's it uh, no items are destroyed really they just go into landfill forever <laughs> um, and then less technology be present this is an awkward one um, I find my attitude on it is as long as you spend your time well online online time is fine so I can go to Instagram and be completely stressed and kind of feeling uh you know, poor in myself and because I've looked at the wrong accounts and I think, oh, look at them living the dream on their free lifestyle, traveling the globe. And yeah, if somebody doesn't serve you anymore, just unfollow. Like, I think that's a really good thing to have like a little bit of an Instagram purge or whatever social media you use. Have a purge in that aspect. And if somebody's not serving you anymore, don't follow them. It's pretty simple as that. You should come away from Instagram or social media at all. Like, come away from when I listen to podcasts, come away feeling better in yourself for yourself and better about like the situation whatever situation you went in there for so if you wanted to be entertained or if you wanted to be inspired you should go away from that social media area feeling better and I think everyone's saying about oh you should we shouldn't be on technology as much I mean I admit some people are extremely addicted to technology but I think overall it's the negative uh 
sometimes the negative influence online that which is way more detrimental which can still be done in 10 minutes of browsing online compared to I can spend six hours online and still feel inspired at the end of the day you know you just gotta be careful on who you uh, get inspired by and 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 the main thing with Instagram is always understanding that not everything is real so you see people at their absolute best and then obviously you know yourself at your absolute worst so there's something to keep in mind to be really really mindful of um last two then is to be be yourself and self-care now I (laughs) I'm not naturally an organized person at all and lots of these minimalist things say they say to get organized and they say to you know write it in a journal and write in a book and yeah I feel like that works better for some than others and if you're not being fully yourself when you try these things they're just not going to work long term so I could say today right that's it I'm starting a diary as in a physical diary where I'll put in all the dates of my meetings and I'll never miss a meeting again but I just physically know that's not going to work for me mainly because of the fact that I'll do it for two days and I'll stop because it's just not the way my mind works I have to use Google calendars. If it's not on the Google calendar, then I'm not going. And that's not because I'm a really organised person. It's because I'm quite the opposite. And I will forget to carry a physical diary around with me. So um, I just wouldn't even think of getting out in public. So just ultimately be yourself. Because if these things aren't going to work for you, then you're just wasting your time. You're wasting you know, everyone's time involved. So understand what would work for you will not always work for others and what works for others won't always work for you so just do things that you think will help yourself and your life and there's nothing wrong with saying that's a lovely idea but does not suit me um and lastly then is self-care so when you think of things like a chore obviously they become a chore I know that's a bit of an assumptive quote but it's true if I think of uh, tidying my bedroom right now which I'll be doing after this, just have a little like shuffle up tidy, you know, when you're kind of getting ready for university this morning, I just like spilt out my jewellery bag to grab the earrings, which happen to be right at the bottom of the jewellery bag. So, you know, just putting away your jewellery and, you know, putting a clothes wash on and other things. And I think if you think of say tidying as a chore, then it would become a chore. But if you think, instead of thinking I've got to tidy my room, if you rethink I get to tidy my room like if I think now I've got a medium-sized bedroom double bed I've got a wardrobe I've got a set of drawers how lucky am I to have that and whether that means I've got to tidy them up I mean but I get to do that I get to have a bedroom like how amazing is that if you restructure the thought process and think instead of thinking I've got to do that later I get to do it later. I get to have a bedroom. Imagine saying, go into, you know, a country where people are homeless or go into a place where people are homeless. People might even have homes, but they're not, you know, like homes we live in, in this kind of area of the world. And you say, right, you get a home today, but you've got a wardrobe and you have to tidy up things in the wardrobe. They would never see things as a chore. And I think that's a real shock sometimes. You know, we in the kind of western world and in the kind of privileged more privileged areas you know first world problems and all these things we are have this mindset of everything's a chore you know I've got to go to the gym I've got to do ironing later I've got to tidy my bedroom but the fact that we even have tidying to do the fact that I even have a gym membership the fact that I, I've, I have an iron and an ironing board in a house where I get to iron my uniform uniform or 
I don't know why I just said uniform, but I get to hire my uni clothes or anything to go to uni tomorrow. I think that's a real shock to the system. Um, when, when we look at it negatively, you almost think I feel quite silly forever thinking of that in a negative way. So, yeah, um, that's all for today. I just want you to, to hear that the minimalism has become quite extreme. Like everything online will get quite trendy and extreme. And it's kind of the battle of who's the most minimalist compared to the next person. And obviously somebody might look at my daily practices and think that's not minimalism. But for me it is. And I'm going, I'm on my way to kind of that area of to be a minim- full minimalist one day, I'm sure. Um, for now, it's all about donating what I can and preventing myself from buying unnecessary things um, in the future. And I hope you have a lovely day, a lovely week, and I'll speak to you again on Sunday. I actually had a few people message me um, through Instagram about different like programs I've got going on at the moment. I have in the in the arts of minimalism as as I'm in. Um if you follow me on Instagram it's at el.uk. I've had a few people come over and message me about the program I have going on at the moment, which I have two different level programs. Um the one is been randomly really popular this week. I think minimalism must be in the year. So if you head over to my Instagram at el.uk, you can find them there all in my highlights. And come and join the rest of the group. We're doing really well at the moment. We're making some really good progress. And yeah, like I said, I'll speak to you on Sunday. And I hope you have an amazing week. Bye.